Ladies and gentlemen, today is Friday, December 23rd, which of the, over the course from December 23rd, 2021, I had officially began this podcast, I Screen, You Scream, for the number four, four movies. And now today, recording this on a raw feed, fuck it, on Friday, December 23rd, 2022, Marks my one-year anniversary of my first episode that I officially began this podcast. This is your host, Danny Eskimalaji. Wanting to celebrate this moment by recording this on the exact day I began this show. And as I already posted on a later day, which you guys will be able to see when I posted, but just letting you all know, I'm officially recording it on the exact day when I started the show. And I am very, very humbled and excited to say this full podcasting year has been a pleasant first start. And I could have said that better to myself, but I was so lucky enough to meet and go through so many things that it helped me balance out my hobbies and life, especially, especially a certain topic of my podcast is all about movies. That I talk about. And what I have in mind. To really share. It's a lot fun. Than I usually anticipated. To go watch. And to literally share this out. On the mic. And let me be honest real quick. It's not. Even easy for me at the start. Let me just go over what my journey was like. So when I started this. When I started my show. I knew it wouldn't be easy. Because. I usually don't love being sounded the way I talk right now. <laughs> Let me be honest. But the way I've been on to like other podcasts and doing this show to myself, I've been starting to get to hang a lot of my balance. And the way I listen to my own show sometimes, I usually like to see where I uh, stand and what, what I usually like to stand where I can improve on and all that. And after doing so, so much, I have actually been so comfortable doing this all on my own. It helps me realize and see where I'm at podcasting this. And I'm going to be honest, it's, it's, again, it's not easy doing this when it comes to having the pride to do so and literally taking the gut to using your own voice. To share what's on your mind on the back of the mic. And it's it's been a little discomfort. So, However, I've been handling this a lot. And look where I'm at right now. Your boy has officially went through a year of podcasting. And has already been loving it. And I'm not going to lie. I also had guests along the way on my show. And I've been on to other shows people's podcast like I said it really helps me in my confidence and helps me build up what to like do with guests and how to like begin so with that said that was my whole journey like doing this podcast for my first year all about movies that I go see what's on the screen and sharing what's in my head onto the mic you may get the idea why it's called I Screen 
because if you listen to the audio, you get the picture. If you think about what I'm saying in my head or what do I really look like or anything really, and you picture the words that I'm screaming on the mic and sharing what's on my mind. So along the way, while I was building my podcast confidence, I was able to be lucky enough to meet and greet the movie podcast community, especially I'm in their group chat. I was able to make a few amends and friendship throughout my first podcast year journey as I go. And I had some of these guys on my show and some of my fans in real life are able to listen to the show and be on my guests. So what I'm basically going to do is I'm going to give a lot of shout outs to these guys and people that were on my show that helped me build confidence and helped me see myself what I approve along the way. So the first two guys I want to put out real quick are these guys that made me want to podcast and the idea of movies came in the back of my head. So I want to give my first shout out to Kyle Peppers from the Mutant Football League community. I've been blessed to be on a show since a year ago and helped it had me got me thinking to podcast. And the second person that also made me even more excited to be podcasting, Jason Riley from Flows for You Pod. So I want to thank these guys and be ever thankful for making me motivated, you guys. So if you're listening to this, I really appreciate you both. And now I want to appreciate and give shouts outs to the guys and peep listeners that were on my show as well. So Sean from Review It Yourself, Savan from Coffee and Comments, my three Discord guys that were able to be on my show that aren't podcasters but are sometimes my listeners or my cool dudes, Jose, Morgan, and Devante, otherwise known as Hyper Mario 24 as his YouTube ego from Discord. I want to thank my family member who was on my show, my aunt named Lori, who also helped me grow up to movies, and she was able to be on my Top Gun review. Where would I be without her? Honey, if you're listening to this, I love you, and thank you so much. Malik Mansoor, who is also a listener of mine. Malik from Movies for Real. Creation, who has a real name. Name Parrish. Creation is his um YouTube ego name. Just adds up. Sean Alexander from Savako the Road to Avatar. And the two last guys, I really want to leave them last. But one guy who's not a podcaster, but my most faithful, almost like a best friend, movie going person who enjoys anything. Huge comic book guy, huge horror fan, is all of that. And he also been on my show. And I can never get a load of this guy. No matter what his opinion is, nothing changes from our friendship. Ak, if you're listening to this, that's who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for giving me the will of confidence. And you happen to listen to my show 24-7-365, no matter where you go. I'm forever thankful you on my show, and I promise you're going to be on my show frequently throughout next year if 
Anything. Anything hits. And the two podcast duo guys that I have been also listening to their show, even before I began my show, I want to give huge thanks to the two guys, Pat and Clayton, from the B.O. Boys podcast. And for those that don't know who the, who are the B.O. Boys, Pat and Clayton, they were on my show earlier this year. One got, one of them also appeared on my show as well from my Cinema Con episode. And the, both of these guys from the Top Gun pregame hype episode, they're about the box office analysts, and they usually discuss the business and business of box office. And I want to thank these guys for also not making me love box office once again, but helping me and made me listen to their show so much. I also became that fact to listen to podcasting as I go and watch, listen to these guys so much. If you guys are listening, to, if Pat and Clayton, if you guys are listening to this show, you made me learn so much along the way. I couldn't be more thankful to having you guys rarely on my show, and that's okay. I will have you guys once again in a future episode, if anything. But for now, really am thankful to seeing to meeting you guys on Zoom. And I've been on their show as well, you guys, as well. Really am touched and be thankful to you guys. So I'm going to go over the shouts out once again. Kyle Peppers, Jason Riley, Sean, Savan, Jose, Morgan, Devante, my aunt, Lori, Malik Mansour, Malik, Creation. Sean Alexander, Ock, and Pat and Clayton. Thank you all so much for everything. I love you guys. To all I shout out, and I'm hoping to get you guys on my show, if anything. Other than that, it's great to have new people if I can have to, but you guys have been helping me build confidence and made me realize what I can do better and made me never want to stop podcasting because this. Is going for the books that I will be continuing forward later in 2023. With that down, I want to go to the third topic of this anniversary episode I want to go into, and that is all about how I post my content. So, of course, I will be posting podcasts on the same platforms Anchor, Spotify, Apple. Those are my three major platforms. I really encourage people to, you guys, if anyone's listening to the show, to check out my show. Or to listen anytime on those platforms, the majority. I have a lot of platforms available, which is in my link tree of my episode website, Anchor. But Apple, Anchor, and Spotify are like the three ones I really truly recommend. So, but um, what I really want to touch base on is how I'm going to really be posting audiograms. Now, the audiograms were a thing I had in mind. When Pat and Clayton's intern has been making audiograms. And it gave me the idea how I can go into next year and try to like also have a little more audience as well. So I'm going to be really real on this. It looks like a great idea because it will help me gain new listeners. And here's what I'll just say for say. Here's what I would say right now. I will be making these audiograms and post them, not on my Twitter, to gain new people, listeners as well, but 
what's also been getting me a little more followers and all that is TikTok. And TikTok is where I usually post my movie going quick in-depth out of the reviews. They used to be long. Now I make them short. But it gives me the idea as I even list, check out the other podcasters' TikToks, how they made the audiograms and posted them. And so I told myself, maybe it's not a bad idea. And it's not a good, and it's not even this stupid to gain new listeners and perhaps followers. So that is an idea I had in the back of my mind since months ago. And I will be making audiograms for a little section of each episode, post one or two or three a week or a while. And I will be posting them both Twitter and TikTok. And speaking of the of Twitter and TikTok, something I do want to announce real quick as well. Uh, I haven't been mentioning Instagram since the last episode. And I want to say that Instagram may be a good memory posting, but at the same time, it hasn't been really, really provocating to help. So I'm pretty much going to be deleting my Instagram of my movies podcast. But... The good news is I still have my real actual user account that I usually use a lot. And I don't usually post so often yet. Or at least post stories and spread the word about my podcast. So for my movies podcast, I'm going to be deleting it. But I will say that another feature I'm going to be trying to post as well is YouTube. And the idea also came from the B.O. Boys podcast. They also have been recently opening their YouTube, and I thought this is also convincing to gain new listeners, and you don't, you don't have to just watch. You're basically listening to a whole audio episode, and just, you know, listen what I have to say on the mic, and all voices will apply to each platform, so nothing, nothing will be different from YouTube to Anchor to Spotify to Apple, etc., Whatever I post of a podcast episode, they will all remain the same, even on YouTube. So, YouTube is something I should really give give a huge shot to try, and it's not going to be something dull. So, that's all I got for now, because, honestly, new ways to post and gain new audience is a great way that I can build up even more. So, next year will be the great opportunity to post audiograms and opening my YouTube channel. And yes, the YouTube channel will be the same name. I screen, you screen for movies. That will be the same name. I will give a little more details as I go in the episodes next year. And I will talk about my YouTube on out at every end of my episode. With that down, I will be going over to the last topic of this anniversary episode. And that is, how was 2022 movie going this year? And I'm going to be honest. It's a lot better than last year's movie going, even when I didn't start podcasting. But at the last month before 2022 hits, I fully began the show. And by the time I did see the last movie of last year, I even touched base of how 2021 was able to regain a lot of movie going back. Mostly, it was the younger audiences. Of course, a lot of like blockbusters, major superhero movies were the reasons that Got people back in theaters. Some older, but mostly young adults coming back. Young people ages. But 
for 2022, I'd say it vastly improves a lot of audiences coming back with so much movies, non-superhero movies is what I'm going to mostly be touching on. A lot of those non-superhero movies were able to be marketing effectively and gain adults coming back. And studios like Paramount Pictures has been killing it. And this is like, they are like my favorite studio of the year. With a lot of the movies they had, and it's so unforgettable how they, they've been on track of this pandemic of recovery and theatrical. And they are all about theatrical. So, along with Disney, along with Universal, Warner Brothers has been not too bad. Sony, of course, Sony has been killing it. But if I have to say the if, if I have to say the infinite winner in my books, even even if Disney's making a lot of the moolahs, thanks to Marvel, Paramount is my number one. It's my big win. So, I'd say this year. With a lot of like not superheroes, they a lot of people efficiently over like 30s, 35s, etc., have been all coming back to the movies efficiently. And that was like a huge another test that if people do care about the movie theatrical business, then superheroes. And the answer is yes. Thanks to this year, it has been building good. So I have nothing else to pretty much discuss what my overall thoughts is. I just think this year has been improved a lot of last year. And this year, we're still... Okay, so to put this into context, we're still in the pandemic era. We're probably in the endemic of the COVID-19 virus. And somewhat it's now a post-pandemic-ish world. I still know we're in the pandemic phase. And don't get me wrong, we're... I know that, as a matter of fact, some records are going to be labeling as, like, pandemic era when it comes to box offices and all that, and we still are, so. And that's okay, because at the end of the day, no one realizes, or anyone does not think about COVID when it comes to movie going, and a lot of people have been surging back in movies, as since Spider-Man No Way Home was the reason, so. But this year, though, it's more than just superheroes, it was... Be infinite and beyond of movie going. And that this year has been the best to me right now. And which right now I'm going to be going over, you've all been waiting for, and you're wondering what are my most favorite movies of the year? Well, I got my top 10 movies on my list. And frankly, I have officially ranked them already from 10 to 1. And there's no honorable mentions like I used to did that last year's top 10 episode. So this, instead of making this separate episode, this will be all in the anniversary episode that I really want to get this out of the way and share. So. I let her just drum roll because I'm about to go over my top 10 films. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. So. I won't explain so much why, but probably the top five or top three, I will usually will explain why. So, here we go. My number 10 movie, which I'll be going from 10 to 1. Here we go. Number 10, Minions, Rise of Gru. Number 9, Jackass Forever. Number 8, Black Adam. Number 7, Bullet Train. Number 6, Nope. 
Number five, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which is the only MCU Phase 4 that has been really good. All the other ones were just garbage. Number four, speaking of four, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And I would not put this top, I would not put this movie in my top five of the year if we did not get, which I'm going to say anyways because this movie's been out for so long, if we did not get Shadow the Hedgehog. Which I was the reason people looked at me when I was screaming in the theater. And I just didn't give a fuck. That's it. I just got what I wanted. And I was berserking. I could not hold myself together. And yes, I was dead ass screaming. I could not stop. And yeah, these kids were screaming too, if you ask me. If you go watch the reactions on YouTube about this post credit scene, you'll know. it's I'm not the only one screaming for it. But the kids and gamers that know Shadow the Hedgehog and the source material are fucking excited. Either we'll get Keanu Reeves or Christian Bale's Shadow the Hedgehog, I don't care, but someone who has legitimate voice shadow. Alright, so the top three. <clears throat> Number three, and I have fully agreed, the only best comic movie of the year in my books and your books, and I agree, The Batman. And it may be hard to watch it again due to the three hour standard time that even movies like this deserves to be on the, to be only see on the big screen i would usually just look at look back and remember the good scenes of this movie i will never forget the moment touch and even that came out of the week of my birthday that movie totally sold me as the best comic book as i think about it maybe too long and it may be object to other people but i think this is like the standout comic book movie of the year Number two, Avatar The Way of Water. And you guys can archive my last episode about that. Me and Sean from The Road of Avatar ran on Avatar The Way of Water in a good, positive way. That movie was worth the wait from James Cameron, who initially waited to wait out until the modern technology was developed, and he just completely nails it out of the fucking water, as always. Never bet against James Cameron, everybody. Go have a chance to see Avatar The Way of Water if you can. I promise you, does not disappoint. And last but not least, look, guys, I'm not going to lie. This has been on my number one since earlier this year. It's been my number one most anticipated film. I'm already giving the hints right now, matter of fact. I saw this film six times in theaters. From double featuring to going out seeing it one time during the weekend. It's it's just inevitable how I can't stop looking up to this movie. And I literally already saw it by now seven times, even at home. And sometimes not watching it for a while and watching it later, months later, gives you the good vibes. And my number one movie, Top Gun Maverick, you guys, look. I'm not going to make this propagandist for so long. I just want to say Tom Cruise has done a great job of keeping this movie under theatrical order of Paramount Pictures, and they agree. If it wasn't for him, this movie would have been spectacular at the big screen possible. And this is also a big screen film as well. This also brought a lot of adults coming back as also a major impact as well as other adult films, but Top Gun was was the one that 
got people going of the whole summer movie. And that's already a summer hit of all times now. Made a billion dollars. So, and not to mention, this is also attracted by word of mouth. Got young people caring about this movie as well. And hoping somehow they will be Tom Cruise fans. Waiting for Mission Impossible to come out. So, that's all I got for now, really. But Top Gun and Maverick, you guys. If you haven't seen it, I guess it's not too late to just watch it at home. But you'll be surprised what this film is. Tom Cruise puts out a lot of realistic stunts. And the whole supporting actor and actresses in these F-18s. It's crazy real. And it's not even on green screen. This is just surreal in every possible way. What you see on the screen is real. And Tom Cruise does not do green screens and shit nowadays. So that is all I got. Top Gun Maverick is my indeed number one movie of the year. And speaking of number one, it also has been selected for top 10 films of American Film Institute as well as best film from National Board Review. So there is something I've been dreading for as well. That's all I want to put this out as well. So, yeah. And real quick, outside my top five, uh, number six, Nope. So I put this movie on my list is because, so real quick, yes, Nope is one of the most complex films of Jordan Peele's because of the concept and themes. It really looks hard to understand what the movie is than just a UFO, what we saw in the trailer. But it really takes a little thinking and a couple view more views since there are some elements in the movie like the monkey, for instance, is like people are confused about the, what the monkey is, but it has something to do with the concept of this title of the movie. And of course, the UFO. So there's like a lot of themes to this film about what nature is of the spectacle. So the reason I enjoyed it so much is not because of that, but I do. The expectations was all about mystery, and mysteries was something I always enjoy from reading a book to watching on screen. It's a twist I usually like enjoy watching mysteries, which is why no is actually a pretty good film to me. It's not better as Get Out, though, so let's just be real. It is better than us, so actually, Nope is actually a great, admissible achievement of Jordan Peele, so I'm actually impressed what he did. So, just wanted, you guys, just wanted to let you guys know, Nope is my number six and my reasons to it, so. And real quick, number nine, Jackass Forever. Where would I be to not be a Jackass fan if it didn't attract me to word of mouth? since earlier of my podcast beginning and I had to go see it by myself. I had no one to go with mostly, but I had a great time. Jackass is, is those comedies that no need to understand anything. You're just watching a bunch of TikTok shenanigans all over the place and, and the fun just doesn't stop. And yes, I was able to watch the previous ones as well. So far, the fourth one's my favorite. The second one of Jackass, my favorite. The third one's my third and the fourth one, I mean, the first one, Jackass the movie, was, is my number fourth. Not the best one, but it has some funny clinch moments, I guess. But not truly entertaining as I thought. So, yeah. Jackass forever, guys. I am now officially Jackass. And I'm, I'm even excited. They're doing, they're doing a TV series on Paramount+. Plus. I'll be looking forward to that. And also, this is actually Johnny Knoxville's last film of his career of Jackass. And I'm sure he's been going through a lot of pain and concussions throughout his career. So... Let's just say that we can pray for the rest of the old gangs and, of course, the new gangs there into Jackass Forever coming back to do the TV series. And we may not get a movie for quite a while, so I guess we all Jackass fans, Jackass fans have to wait. But, yeah, um, 
Those are my top 10. Let me just repeat them one more time. Number 10, Minions. 9, Jackass. Number 8, Black Adam. Number 7, Bullet Train. 6, Nope. Number 5, Wakanda Forever. Number 4, Sonic 2. Number 3, The Batman. Number 2, The Way of Water. And number 1, Top Gun Maverick. But yeah, guys. I've literally stated about my journey in my podcast. A shout out to the people that helped me build and build my confidence through podcasting. How I'm posting my content, growing audiences next year. What movie going 2022 was like and my top 10. And honestly, that's all I got really to really, really share and celebrate this anniversary's podcasting recording. And it obviously is on a later date as you guys are already seeing the date. Again, I'm recording this on the day I started my show. since 23rd from 2021. And I've been super blessed to say like i said i will be continuing forward next year and unfortunately i don't have time to go over my the movies of next year but it will be in a separate episode and it won't take too long as it will just take about five six seven minutes for you guys to listen what movies i'm going to see and i will say this there's a lot of movies in 2022 i will be going to and it's gonna be hella fun even keeping my life standard together so i have a lot of podcasting and a lot of guest sponsorings and content posting to do so i have a lot of work to do and that will never get boring no matter how exciting or annoying this kind of hobby would feel but trust me i will never stop you guys and for those that listen to my show thank you so much for those that have been on my show, thank you. And for those that followed and I build a friendship with, thank you all so much. Where would I be without the support? And I would never made it through without this. So this episode, I would go off and say, check out and keep supporting next year. For those that are for new listeners coming to this episode as new listeners, you're not too late to listening to my show, and I just got started since this year. Movie Going 2023 is already exciting and high hopes to what 2022 shows will be a superior year. And for new people to tune in and luck. This podcast may not be influential to lessons. This is mostly a fun, straightforward podcast that I love to share my voice on. And if it wasn't for the support, like I said, I would not made through this. I would have not made through this without that. So for new listeners, please support my show. Doesn't matter what platforms you listen on, but any platform you prefer to listen on. Keep on supporting it. Email me. Don't and anyone that also listen to my show as well. Don't hesitate and email email me anything about a certain movie, a certain topic, a certain idea, something. At dscomalaji at gmail.com. It will be in the show notes if you can't spell it, which will be easier if you just copy the email name and just send whatever you please, your thoughts and all that. And by the way, Apple Podcast users, I recommend a five-star 
review, and feedback, it would help a lot tremendously. And doesn't matter if any platform has a rating, give a five-star review if you can. But Apple particularly is one I recommend, since it leaves a lot of impression. Don't forget to also follow my social media. Like I said, Instagram is not going to be my platform anymore. But YouTube will be something new I'll be posting on. I will be making the audiograms, and I will post them both Twitter and TikTok. So follow and see my TikTok, see my Twitter. I will have my YouTube up around January 1st, and that's when I'll start posting and all that. And you guys will be able to see the same content I usually post. If you want to support it, also, go subscribe. On that moment, I announced my YouTube when I post the 2023 movies. And, you know, thank you all so much for support. And I hope to keep striving going forward to next year. And I will be screaming you all at I scream, you scream for movies. Thank you all. Happy holidays. And have a great one. Thank you.